Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Theater and College Hoops. I'm Subi. Alongside me today is actually caravan of individuals. We got Taylor. We got the Shark. And we got representation from the Big East champions for the first time ever. Brendan O'Rourke, Providence College Friar. And of course, the Providence Crier himself from the Providence Crier podcast. It's Mike Surrett. All these guys are going to be joining us to discuss our Jerome picks for week one. It's that time of year, ladies and gentlemen. Best time of uh, time of year for our sport. So we got everyone in the barn today to discuss that. Uh, check out the website at thebarnburner.com. That's the-barnburner.com. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at CBB Theater. I did this a little bit in reverse. Your college hooper of the week is, of course, Jerome Junkyard Doug Williams, the former big man from Georgetown, had a really nice NBA career as well. You should follow me at Subi232 to find out where the feet is and make sure to follow Taylor at Taylor Damel and the shark at the underscore shark underscore BB. Let's open the curtains. Not much to really talk about here before we just get directly into our Jerome picks. It's going to be a terrific episode. We hear from the crier, the Providence crier. We actually hear him singing. I I need you to stay tuned for that. It was a tremendous, magnificent, moving performance from the crier himself. Like we said, we're going to give you all the week one picks, our expertise uh, ranging from stats and analytics to who we like in our personal lives and how they're associated with these mid-major teams. So let's talk about the Jerome. But before we do that, before we get to that, we want to let you know that we have some big and exciting things coming for theater and college hoops. Number one, website. We are going to be uh, updating and and creating a website and posting the podcast. We may even have some blogs written by the shark. That's all coming down the pipe Right now, we're focused on March, but keep your eyes open for a website. In addition to that, keep your eyes open for some merch. We're trying to get into the merchandise game. If anyone has has any anyone in, in the merch business that can help us out, please DM me. Please let me know. Open to anything. But what we're thinking about, and I want you to envision this, 
is a shirt that just says theater in your college town, theater in Durham, theater in, in Reno, theater in Morgantown, theater in Chestnut Hill, even though BC sucks, there probably won't ever be theater there, right? Those are the types of shirts that, and, and merch that we're looking to, to, to start peddling here. Okay. So if you're into that sort of deal, if you know someone with merch, a merch hookup or, or in the industry, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. But like I said, big things coming. We got website coming. We got merchandise coming. We got blogs coming more podcasts as well. And of course we're going to try and do our best to get as many more interviews on the books. But right now it's Jerome time. It's time for us to focus in on postseason play. Let's get to our picks. <sighs> Just last weekend, I had my poonal. And for those not familiar with what a punal is or really just the Hindu religion, the Hindu community, it's the equivalent of a bar mitzvah. And so, yes, I was, in the eyes of the Hindu community, anointed a man, an adult, at the age of 31. Now, a lot of people curious, why are you getting this done at 31? Why not just scrap it for life? Well, it's kind of a prerequisite to getting married, and I'll be getting married in a month and a half. Uh, but the reason I took that deep breath is because what the Poonal tries to tell you is meditation, taking your time, saying, saying mantras over and over again, right? That deep breath. That's one reason. Another reason, though, is I want to just drink in the toxic fumes of March, the greatest month that our sport knows. It's here, gentlemen. We are here in March. So do me a favor, eat some wasabi, do whatever you got to do, cleanse and clear the sinuses because I want you as well to take a sniff. You don't have to do it right now, but on your own time, just take a sniff of this beautiful, lovely month because we have finally, finally made it. It's time for the tournament. It's time for selection Sunday. It's time for Gumble. It's time for incessant Capital One commercials with Chuck, Samuel L. Jackson, Jim Nance, and Spike Lee. It's time to remember that a guy like Spiro Didis is one of the hardest working and most underappreciated commentators in the game. And it's time for that corny and tired joke of, oh, what channel is True TV on? Shut the fuck up. You know what channel it's on. Go find it. But before that, before all that, we have the Jerome. And I couldn't be more ecstatic to bring in two of our great friends, two great friends of the program. It's Brendan O'Rourke, keeper of our particular Jerome, and of course the Providence Crier from the Providence Crier podcast. Go listen to that. O'Rourke, I'm going to start with you real quick. You were, you had boots not only in the dunk, on the Dunkin' Donuts floor. Congratulations. You're a Big East champion. Fellas, what a weekend. What a weekend. And Sub, uh, thanks, guys, thanks so much for having me back. Great to be back. Been a while. I, th I think we didn't do this last year. Previous year, Jerome got canceled mid 2020. One of the worst emails I've ever had to send out. Uh, but good to be back. You know, I just follow Punxsutawney Phil on your podcast, coming and po po poking my head out once a year. Um, and Soup, happy Poonal to you. Always a pleasure. Taylor, always a pleasure as always. Shark, uh, good evening. And uh, Mike, good to see you again, man. So I'm glad you brought in Surrett now, Mike. I'm very happy for you. You've, you've talked quite a bit and at length about the Friars and their championship on your own pod. But there's a reason we brought you here on this pod. And I might have to open it to the shark real quick. Uh, what are the terms of this bet? Because I completely forgot. Can someone please catch me up on why the crier here is about to belt out shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper? Yeah, I, I, I can step in here. Um, yeah, first, the shark just tweets at me like like we already agreed upon said bet uh, and says like you know Tennessee beats uh, Kentucky and and Providence loses to Villanova. I have to come on the pod and sing shallow. Now I, I didn't even know there was a bet. He just sends me this this tweet. But you know I'm a competitive guy, so I was in. Um, I, I could give a shit about Mark's second team, uh, the. Tennessee Volunteers, because, I mean, great. If I could have two teams, it would be awesome, but, but you can't. So uh, so I said, all right, here's the deal. Province Beats Nova, you have to come on and sing um, this rap song that was made by Dunkin' Donuts Center MC John Hope. 
in, in a local rapper. Uh, he had to sing a Providence rap in an If I Lost. I had to do Shallow, and sure enough, PC loses Nova by five. And on top of that, uh, even though it wasn't involved in the bet, the Vols did kick the shit out of Kentucky that day. So here we are. So two points to that. First one is that's an old trick. If you ever want to get somebody to agree to a bet, you just tell them the terms of the bet and force them to accept it or deny it. In this case, the crier went ahead and accepted the bet. Second point I wanted to make on that is it wasn't as unfair of the terms of a bet as he's making it out to be. I had to essentially get two correct. Tennessee was a pick against Kentucky and Villanova had to just beat Providence. All Providence had to do was win the game. They didn't do it. Um, and then the other point I wanted to make on that was just – actually, I don't even remember the last point of it. All I know is I'm just too excited for this performance that you have coming up. So you agreed to it, Cryer. Uh, it's not my fault that you went ahead and, and, and lost, and, you know, here we are. So without further ado, Cryer, the stage is yours. All right, before I start, though, I just want to prerequisite here. I did – develop a cough yesterday um i'm playing hurt kind of like al durham's been playing hurt all season drop drop a nugget for your show al durham out against villanova today um but to, to reel it in more so i, I kind of feel like chloe from pitch perfect when she had notes so 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 yeah. who, who are you going to be real quick are you al durham or are you chloe are you going to be gaga or are you going to be bradley cooper because you're, you're going to be aligned with one of these four people i i'm going to be both cooper and gaga here we go all right, let me uh, just play it here. Pull up the lyrics. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Oh, that's tough. Is there something else you're searching for? I'm falling. In all the good times, I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I fear myself. That was a little tricky sometimes. Bear with me. Strong start. Strong start. Confidence. Tell me something, boy. Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? I mean, can you change your voice a little bit here? Ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore? I'm falling in the good times I find myself longing for change and in the bad times I fear myself I'm on the deep end why shall I dive in I'm gonna reach the ground Crash through the surface where they can't hurt us. We're all far shallow now. There's that note. In the shallow. In the shallow. In the shallow. Be far from the shallow now. Here comes Gaga doing her typical like no. Modu- you gotta modulate. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. That was definitely more four than three lines, but that's okay. I'm on the deep end, watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. Cross through the surface where they can't hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. I think I'm almost done here. In the shallow. In the shallow. In the shallow. 
We're far from the shallow now. Dude. I mean, that's a that's a applause. Incredible. That was terrible. I don't know why we're Country. congratulating him on that. I'll tell you what, though. I'm glad I didn't lose. If I had to do the rap component of this, if I, you know, I go on your show and rap that, I don't even know who Migos is. So I, that is not my That's tempo. True. That's not my well, wheelhouse. Well, John Hope is far from Migos. He's more, you know, family rapper. Yeah. You know? When you were modulating like Lady Gaga was, the only thing I could think of was that meme where they're like, you're afraid of moaning your girl's ear. This is how I'm in my, in my girl's ear. And it's just Sarek going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, terrific it's job. It's tricky. Though. You look at the lyrics, you know, obviously the lyrics aren't going to go as the song goes exactly. You got to kind of find where, where the notes are there. But uh, I, I did a, pre- a couple of rehearsals. Um, still stunk it up a little bit, but who cares? Mike, I, I thought it was I thought it was beautiful. Always a showman. Fun fact, and I don't even think I mentioned this. I was Mike's roommate uh, in our PC days and, and probably enough to be legally married at some point after the fact. So uh, there, this is not his first performance at all. In fact, he was very close to winning a Mr. PC competition. He came out to I Am A Real American, the Hulk, the, uh, Hulk Hogan theme song. Uh, we used fake Tanner. And I think, what do you do, like push-ups on your walker in yeah, front of like right. a thousand people? Still came in second. Second kind place. Of yeah. Kind of bushly. But, you know. Providence Crier, thank you so much for jumping on. Do me a favor. Rest that voice. Go catch this Nova game. All right? Get some rest just like your boy, Al. All right? Because you got you got MSG next week. Congratulations yeah, to you, I'm though. Going. Boots, on the, boots and wheels on the ground. Boots I, and wheels will be on the ground at MSG. Can't wait. Hopefully this cough isn't something else. Uh, and we'll go from there. Thanks for having me on, guys. Congratulations. Thank you, Cryer. What a way to start. What a way to jump into the Jerome. I actually think the Jerome is a musical show at this point because two years ago, I think I sang that song. Uh, it was like, home, take me, come, let me come home. But to the tune of, or no, with with Jerome as the, uh, as the lyrics. But gentlemen, why don't we just jump in, baby? Let's go round table. Jerome picks. Here's the order. I'm going to start with Taylor. We'll go to Boar, then the Shark, and then I'll finish it up as well. Uh, we will go alphabetically by conference, and we'll start with probably the absolute worst conference in America. You could very well make this argument. It's the America East, where I think Vermont, or the second place team is like two games above 500. Taylor, America East, your Jerome pick, kick us off. Thank you for not doing this in the order that Bohr sent this to all. So I have to shuffle every fucking note that I have. I appreciate the heads up uh, in advance on that. Um, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, though. Vermont won this conference by uh, six games. Um, so there's not a lot of debate to be had here, I think, about who to pick. Um, uh, the second place team, I believe, was UMBC. As we all know, they're good for an upset every so often. Uh, I don't think that's going to be happening here. Um, their leading score. Uh, Ryan Davis averages like 17 points a game. But like you said, you kind of hit the nail already on the head here. They're far and away the best team in this conference. Uh, I would love to hear an argument for anybody other than Vermont. Yep, I'm, I'm the same. Keep it simple. Uh, Vermont Catamounts. Uh, I, I actually saw this team live. And uh, first of all, if you think I'm not counting that as a Providence Friar tourney win, tournament team win, you got another thing coming. Um, Ryan Davis though is kind of like a frumpy guy, but he has game. Like he, he dunked on us a couple times, hit a couple threes and Shungu, the, uh, guard, I think is a Burlington Vermont native. He's, he's been on the team for like six years. So keep it simple, Vermont. Hey, Bor, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I told the shark the other day when talking about Arizona's resume, I was like, Hey, we got Wyoming. If you don't think I'm counting that as a good tourney, tourney team win. Put it that feather in my cap. So you take Vermont as well, Father. Good for you. I'm up. So I, I mean, normally at this point, I'd like to say I'm pretty sure I won the Jerome out of our group last year. Or is that true? It, can, can we confirm that? Maybe not in the league group, but I mean, that's another one of the old tricks. You just say you, you mean amongst us had, four. Yeah, I think I think you did. Yeah, I was competing. I didn't win the full Jerome, but I was no, no, yeah, towards it. Yeah, uh, you definitely def- won the. 
Yeah, I definitely beat you jokers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm also on Vermont. I don't want to, you know, a lot of the points have already been made. They're the one seed, so you're not going to get all the points. You do have Ryan Davis, as Bohr alluded to, and Taylor alluded to, the guy does everything for them. But here's another one for you. They have a guard, Justin Mazula. That name sound familiar to anyone in here? Any Joe relation? Missoula, West Virginia. That's his big brother, Joe Missoula. So this is the younger brother, so keep an eye on him. Joe Missoula is obviously an assistant coach for the Celtics now, but I am on Vermont. I want to take them to ride uh, to the end. I just don't think anyone else – and when I, my prep for this, I look at all the teams. I don't think anyone's going to be able to compete with Vermont on this. Exactly. I'm just looking at – that's one of those deals where the first thing you look at is the standings, right? You look at the conference record, and you see that everyone was in a bloodbath with, with each other. They're 500 at, at best – uh, the, the second team, which I think you had mentioned was UMBC. And then you look at Vermont, who's so very clearly superior to everyone. I don't see any any other team coming up and, and clipping them or surprising them at all. We mentioned uh, – I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Missoula. That is the name I was going to bring up. That hits home to, to us Celtics fans as well. Vermont, keep it simple, stupid. I like it. Catamounts will win the America East. That's all four of us. Let's move on now to the Atlantic Sun. I think we're going to have some differing opinions here. Taylor, who you got in the A-Sun? Uh, Liberty Bibberty, whatever the fuck they say in the commercial. Uh, the two-seed there. Back-to-back player of the year, Darius McGee, averaging 25 points a game. Um, the Atlantic Sun does their conference tournament a little different. They actually break it down by division. Uh, so you have Jacksonville State is the one seed, and uh, Liberty is also the one seed. But um, by for, for Jerome standings, Jacksonville is the number one seed. Liberty's the number two. Uh, like I said, though, uh, this is going to all ride on Darius McGee. He's one of the leading scorers in the whole country. Uh, back-to-back conference player of the year. Uh, I think he we ride with him and pick up an extra point here with the two seed in Liberty. Yep, I'm going with uh, Jacksonville State on this one. So the, the one seed on the other side of it. And, and yeah, it's unnecessarily confusing this year. But both those teams get like double buys now so this is one of those ones i'm just riding with the top seed jacksonville state i was ready to do a duval thing it's jacksonville alabama shocker um <laughs> but uh 40 three-point shooting team they're gonna get home court throughout the whole thing uh, i wanted to take bellarmine bellarmine the team that Bellarmine. just only passes but couldn't do it jack state I, similarly, I'm also on Liberty, and I was looking for every reason to not take them, but the, the point that board just brought up with respect to the home court throughout, that's the one that carried it. It is one of those super supervised that teams get. I, I'll just note for purposes of the show, the one team that I wanted to pick was Kennesaw State, formerly coached by Al Skinner. Kennesaw State actually played at Liberty last week, played them tough, played them tough on the road, so they've done it before. The problem with this team is they're just atrocious. This is Kennesaw State at free throws. I got to have a team that can knock down some free throws. They chuck threes, though. Didn't Kennesaw State have, like, the worst record in Division One two years ago? They were horrible. Yeah, they were, they were like a 2-28 team. Yeah. Good club this year. <laughs> better. Better. They did have some improvement. I'm actually going to go with Florida Gulf Coast. All right. Now, is it a little bit of nostalgia from the Sherwood Brown team, the Brett Comer team? Bore, I was very close on going Jacksonville State, but I'm going FGCU simply because they're hot, baby. They are scalding hot. They've won seven of their last eight. I think they're the hottest team in the in the A Sun right now. And I think what they can do, this is, we're going to see some of the, uh, some shockers. All right, we're going to see some random random teams come out of these uh, conference tournaments. My first pick here. FGCU. So Dunk City coming back to the tournament. Taylor, Big South, talk to me. So, Sub, I'm glad you brought that up because I have a feeling, I know we don't have like historical data on this, but I have a feeling that in this year's conference tournaments, we're going to have like the lowest average seed winning maybe ever, just simply because all of the conference schedules are all jacked up, as we'll see here in a couple picks. Um, there's a disparity in one conference where like the third place team played like seven less games than the first place team. So uh, to your point, I think we're going to get a wild, a lot of wild outcomes. One of those wild outcomes could be Gardner Webb winning the big South here. They're the three seed uh, problem with where they lie is if they get into the second round, they'll have to play Winthrop and Winthrop has the back-to-back player of the year in the conference as well, which will be tough. Um, 
Gardner Webb, Demoran Williams, and Lance Terry are their two guys, two guards that make this team go. Um, and they have a guy named Zion Williams. So that was pretty much my point of uh, when I decided to take them, the three seed Gardner Webb, Zion Williams, and Gardner Webb. I think it's a pretty good pick. I know, I know, uh, analytics. I think they're like a top 50 defensive team. I've demanded an apology from analytics since uh, January 26, being a Friar fan. So I really didn't follow certain websites that track that. Um, I think it's a three horse race though, here between Gardner Webb, Winthrop and the team I'm picking. And I had to do a triple take when I looked at their, at their ranking or not so much their ranking, but their win loss, the Longwood Lancers 15 and one this year in the big South. Um, don't know much about him. Just was really was looking at was looking at that. And it blew me away. Best shooters in the league. It looks like. I think people are going to see Winthrop and think three peat. Um, I'm going Longwood, hoping nobody. This is a one seed that people don't pick because they usually stink. Um, and the one other thing I had, their their coach was a lawyer for 16 years and just got this job like three years ago with really no not much of a background. The Longwood coach. Griffin, the CEO Aldridge, Google him. Yeah, go Longwood. That that's a great nugget right there, and something I, I want to re- reconsider my life a little bit over here. But I, I'm going to go with the 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 uh, the chalk again here. I'm going to take Winthrop. Winthrop last year they played in the tournament. They were darling 12 seed. They played Villanova. They played them somewhat tough, but it was a 10 point final score. But if, if you actually watch that game, Villanova killed him. The two-time player of the year that Taylor referenced is DJ Burns. That's a former Tennessee Vol. Couldn't get minutes behind Fulkerson, so we sent them out to wherever the hell Winthrop is. Winthrop also sent out their former coach, the biggest hard-o in the world, Pat Kelsey, tattoo showing from his tight polo shirt. That's gone. He's coaching at Charleston now. Former Charleston coaches, Earl Grant. I think Winthrop is going to rally around the fact that Pat Kelsey's gone. DJ Burns is the guy. The other nugget on this, all these teams that you're bringing up, Gardner-Webb, uh, uh, long soup, your team right there. Whoever just bored, just put Longwood, whoever the hell those guys are. Winthrop beat every single one of them on the road. Winthrop is also tested on the road. They played Vanderbilt, they played Washington State, they beat Washington on the road. So, I like teams that can get out there and test themselves early on. Winthrop's the pick. Winthrop is also tournament tested in terms of the conference tournament. I mean, they've they're certainly a name that you're you see in the NCAA tournament once every three, four years. But my pick, long, long, long wood. I'm with Bohr on this one. Uh, they're having a terrific year, the Lancers, and I think a lot of this actually has to go with timing and what happened with me on Twitter. Bohr, you actually have a lot more in common with the Longwood fan base than you realize. Providence Friars, Hyenas. Longwood, Lancer, Hyenas, okay? I, I, I tried saying theater in, I think it was somewhere in Virginia. Where was it? Um I'm forgetting, but I went through the score app and I said, Hey, theater in this place. And every Longwood fan just flooded my mentions being like, Whoa, 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 dude, we haven't played there in, in so long that, that, that arena's dead. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. The actual one is in Farmville. Can you believe that Longwood's arena is in Farmville, Virginia. Good for them. We, we should know they're 23 and six. Let's, let's show a little respect. Well, so I then said, look, these guys are so ridiculous they have no real feel for, I mean, I, I almost wanted to be like, look, I, I think I'm the only one in the corner of the college basketball Twitter world that's given you any sort of shine here. All right. So don't, don't, don't come at me, but their, their rabid fan base actually impressed me to the point where I waged war on the score app. I tweeted at them to please fix the location of where Longwood plays, but I'm going with the Lancers as well in the big South strictly because of how wild I know their fans are. And they really bullied me into it. And I think I have, I, I have to apologize and, and do my best to root for them at this point. Longwood's the play in the big South, the CAA Taylor, who you got. We're going to go with the one seed Towson on this one. Uh, they have uh, their best players, uh, Justin Timberlake's younger brother, Nick, um, they've won seven in a row. They have what I really like about them, though, is that they have five players who average in double figures. So they don't just need to get it from Nick. Uh, they can get it from anybody in their starting lineup. Uh, they split with the two seed or I guess, you know, uh, shared the conference uh, title uh, with UNC Wilmington. Um, and they did split with them this year as well. The reason I took Towson over 
uh, Wilmington is because uh, Wilmington split with Hofstra, the third place team. Towson swept Hofstra. Uh, to me, that was kind of the the line in the sand, along with them winning seven in a row. So I'm going with Towson, the one seed. Probably the right pick. Um, I'm going a little different here. Nate Darling, Elena Deladon, Joe Flacco, my fiance. I'm marrying a blue hen this summer. I'm going with the Delaware Blue Hens, the five seed. Um, <laughs> uh, Jameer Nelson. Yeah, you could hear in the background. I she love was fired it. up. Yes. Uh, Jameer Nelson Jr. is the point guard. And I've, this is, I know this, we're in the age of juniors of players we're rooted for. That's about the oldest I've ever felt is that he's a sophomore guard for them. You got Dylan Painter, who's like a 6'10 big who transferred from Nova. Jair Davis, who was, I think, Mr. Delaware basketball. I don't know how many people played basketball in Delaware, but he was a big recruit that got injured and he was at Providence, transferred over to them. So they got some high major talent that transferred down. They're just on a little bit of a skid lately. So uh, a five seed that I think could be feisty. And I was kind of chalk for some of these other picks. So I'm rolling, I'm rolling with family here. Hey, Delaware produced DiVincenzo. So that's a good pedigree right there. Love minutes, but it's never good to pick with your heart right there. That's why I, I, this pick has no allegiance whatsoever to anyone in my life. But I am going with the three seed Hofstra. If you know Hofstra, they were set to make the tournament in 2020 before COVID canceled everything. That would have been their first tournament appearance since 2001. Their head coach this year, Speedy Claxton, a player on Hofstra uh, when he when he was coming into his own NBA player for several years. They're led by Aaron Estrada, a transfer from a high major program, Oregon. Soup, that's your boys right there. What I love about Aaron Estrada, 93% from the free throw line. As you can see, I'm hyping up free throws out here on this podcast. I need these guys to knock them down at the end of the game. I like Hofstra. I think this is the year for them to get back into the tournament. CAA, I'm going to go and agree with Taylor here. Towson. The T's are on Towson. All right. They've won seven in a row, like Taylor said. And UNCW, they had a great streak. We actually talked a little bit about them earlier this year, about some of the teams. I lumped them in sort of as a as a addition to some of the mid-majors that were on great streaks, but they've slowed down just a little bit. Towson right now playing the best ball out of anyone in the conference, and they're streaking at the right time. I'm going to go with with Towson to win this uh, this conference tournament. Let's move now to the horizon. Taylor, so, go ahead. This, this was one of the conferences that I was referencing that had kind of a fucked up schedule. Uh, they played like 22 games apiece. Uh, yeah, Wright State played 22 conference games this year. Um, the IUPUI Jaguars only played 17. They finished last. But the team I'm taking is not the Purdue-Fort Wayne Mastodons, but the Cleveland State Vikings. Uh, that is... Going against kind of what I normally do here, they've lost two in a row where Purdue-Fort Wayne is one nine in a row. I usually like to go with the hot team, but right now I'm going to go with Cleveland State. Um, they split with Purdue-Fort Wayne this year, um, but I'm going to go Cleveland State and Demoy Hodge, their best player, uh, taking them uh, to the championship here. Love it. <clears throat> so I'm going, uh, well, first of all, I think this is starting right now. at 7 p.m. Tuesday they kick off. IUPUI. In this conference at the bottom, they're one in 16. They're playing with five players tonight against Oakland uh, due to transfers and injuries. So anybody in the Indianapolis area, if you have eligibility, there is a chance that you could hop on the bench in the next, you know, 20 minutes or so. Um, I'm going with a different Indiana IPFW, which Taylor mentioned the two seed in this one, the Mastodons. Um, another one where we've been doing this for, for a handful of years now. I don't think I've ever seen them this high in the standings. Uh, feel the rumble is their hashtag. And they have a player named Pipkins. Got Pipkins from Friars a couple years ago. I, I think I'm realizing in the middle of this that I wasn't picking due to the best measures. But uh, yeah, feel the rumble, Mastodons, go Horizon. <laughs> I'm going on away from what you guys just went with, and I'm going back to one of Taylor's old boys. He's not going to like this, but I'm riding Wright State. Everyone and their mother wanted to write off Wright State when Loud and Love left that program last year. Loud and Love, Loud and Love. No, you don't. You know, you know that one? With, that it's a musical right program. Little, you need yeah, a splice? Yeah. Good. Yeah, splice that right there. Loud and Love. You got me. Thank you. Uh, I'm hard in love, hard in love. I stood where you 
Houston. Um, but yeah, he's not there anymore. All right. So then how do they open up this season? They open it up terribly. All right. They're getting wiped off the floor. They start two and seven. You think that's going to ride down right state? Hell no. They rally. They get themselves to a four C within that horizon conference. I like their squad. They're tested. They should have made the tournament a few years ago and they've had a rip from their face. That's a theme with my picks this year, guys that have tasted it a little bit and not been able to get to the tournament, uh, even though Wright State did get to the tournament that year that Tennessee was good with Grant Williams and we pounded the shit out of them. But I think they're going to get back this year, even without their reading leading guy. They do have Tanner Holden. They do have Grant Basile. Good ball players. I'm riding with Wright State. Italian subs, water in the middle of the night when you're parched, and venge, all best served cold. I'm going right state as well. Knocked out early last year. They were basically a tournament team. Uh, I mean, I think they had two or three losses, and then they got knocked out uh, in the second round of this very tournament last year. Revenge is on Wright State's mind. They need to get back. They've been using this to fuel them all year, and now this is what this is why you play that regular season. It's for this this conference tournament, okay? And so all I can think about right now is the revenge factor. All the points that Nap pointed out, correct, I agree. But sometimes the game goes beyond the court. It goes beyond the analytics. Nerds, bore. I know we're waging war against them, Vendetta. This is a team. Apologize. Apologize, yes. I'm not going to apologize. Don't tell me to apologize. Tell Ken. But I'm going to go right state. Strictly off of the revenge factor. I cannot wait to see them hoist that trophy. And you, you we'll see them. We'll see them uh, on Selection Sunday with Gumble announcing them. And they're going to exercise some demons from last year. Okay, moving on to the MVC. Now, for my money, this is usually the best mid-major tournament uh, for, for the Jerome. But I think this year that's going to go to the Mountain West. But let's focus on the MVC because there's a log jam up top. Taylor, who you got? Arch Madness, probably the best name of any conference tournament as well. Um, I'm glad we segued from one of my boys last year, and I'll bring up uh, another one of my boys from last year, and that's Drake. So you guys took my boys right state. I'm going to go with the three seed Drake. Now, the thing about the MVC this year, I think there's a lot of value picks in the MVC. The top four seeds are only separated by one game. So, you know, this is the type of conference where it maybe doesn't even, unless you really feel like Northern Iowa is going to win, you might as well take one of the three or four seeds just because of the value that you get with that. Um, one of the reasons I like Drake is they got the same uh, two guys last year that helped run the show in Roman Penn and Shanquan Hemphill. Both guys got hurt last year and missed some time, uh, which kind of derailed. I believe they were 22 or 23-0 and 0 at one time last year. Uh, then suffered some injuries. So they're another team that has five players that average in double figures or one guy averages like 9.8. So we'll call it double figures. Um, they're the three seed. So I'm going to roll with a couple, pick up a couple extra points there by going to the three seed and Drake. Yeah, it, it, there could, it looks like there could be six, five teams that could win this year. And um, first thing that jumps out is Loyola Chicago, a four seed this year. Uh, it's not where I'm going. I am going with uh, the Missouri State Bears, and, and I feel like I've picked this team three years now, and they're, they're always the bridesmaid. Um, their last tournament appearance was 1999. They did make a Sweet 16 that year, uh, which I didn't know until I checked. But uh, they're right in the mix again, and and they're led by this guy, Isaiah Mosley, who is a 50-40-90, 20-point score, had 40 against Loyola to, to will them to victory basically by himself, uh, and a big man named Gage Prim, great for just added bonus. Uh, Missouri State Bears right there is the two seed, and they were 22-9, and nine, sort of logged in in that 13-5 and five conference record. Lane pick, value pick I got here. Or you referenced it. I'm taking Loyola Chicago strictly because they're a four seed. I don't love them. I mean, I love Braden Norris. That's my boy. Uh, they still have Lucas Williamson putting up a resume to get into the Van Wilder house at this point. He's been there forever. But they're still a good team, and they're a four seed, so I got to take the value. Frankly, I wanted to take more than Iowa because A.J. Green's the best player in the conference, but they're the freaking one seed, so I, I can't do that. Can anyone tell me the Loyola Chicago head coach? Crutwood. Denzel Valentine's brother. Nice nugget. They look the exact same. MVC. Oh, no. Not again. Not again. It's Jersey Drake. Yes, I'm going Drake. 
Log jam up top. Like I said, a, a lot of teams can win this. Bore, I enjoy your Missouri State pick, uh, but I'm going to go with the Drake Bulldogs this time. Number one, Matt Gatons, friend of the program, came on earlier this year. It gave us a great interview, uh, an assistant coach for Drake. Uh, they have tournament experience. You had mentioned all those all those names from last year that really played a very good game in the play-in game. I'm, I'm blanking on who they played, but they they have tournament experience from last year. I mean, they hadn't been to the tournament in about 20 years prior to last year, but they have a decent amount of players coming back from that team, except for Yesifu, who's on Kansas. But I'm going to go Drake in the MVC. Arch Madness is going to be theater. So a lot of people have – I feel like the Mountain West has become a little bit more mainstream in terms of how good some of these teams are. Don't sleep on Arch Madness still. I'm going Drake. Taylor, NEC. Well, from the Drake Bulldogs, we're going to go right over to the top seed, the Bryant Bulldogs as well here in the NEC. Um, specifically because of uh, one player who must be Bill Raftery's favorite player, and that's Peter Kiss. 25 points a game there uh, for Bryant. Uh, number two seed is the Wagner Seahawks, our second uh our second Seahawk mascot that finished second in these conferences so far. Not that anybody gives a shit about that, but um, is this a t- remind me of this one? Cause uh, I didn't note it. Is this a tournament that's played at uh, home sites? I think it might be. Let me, uh, let me double check. Oh, it is. It is. It, it is. Because I remember when Wagner yeah, lost Kansas to is. FDU, like that right. was big in terms of who could host. Right. And so that's one of the reasons that, you know, I, I forgot to note that. I believe that was, but also one of the reasons for taking Bryant, the number one seed here, kiss and at home, Bryant. Yep. I'm with you riding with Bryant. Everybody thinks Wagner is going to win this thing. Uh, even though Bryant's rightfully got the one seed, I'm going with the roadie school, Bryant Bulldogs, Peter kiss, like you said, just a perfect name for a guy scoring 25 a night. Um, and crazy because, I mean, it wasn't that long ago they were a D2 team and Shark probably could have walked on and gotten 15 minutes a night. Uh, here we are. One seed, Bryant Bulldogs. Disrespected uh, in my pick. Well, that was a respectful compliment to me over there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with Bryant as well. You get a guy named Kiss. You got him lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ride with Bryant. I don't really have much analysis beyond that. We're talking about a potential 16 seed at this point, and I'm going to take them instead of Wagner. Sue, I know you have a different thought on that. I do. Moritz, Franz, and Wagner. All right. Wagner's coming out of the NEC strictly because of their head coach, Bashir Mason. Mason wears uh, – he, he takes his, his suit jacket off at the at every under four timeout of each game to honor a player who just has a knee injury. Now, I'm not trying to belittle the knee injury, but this player – isn't severely hurt, like life-threatening or anything like that. I think he's just out for the season. Bashir Mason is a player's coach. So he wears the uniform of that player who is Elijah Ford, takes at no matter the score, under four timeout, rips it off, and he's got a black T-shirt underneath with the jersey on, player's guy. I'm going Bashir Mason and Wagner. Taylor, I think this might be pretty obvious for all of us. I'm curious to know if we have any any crazy here. OVC, Ohio Valley Conference. I mean, I think you would have to be a crazy person to bet against anyone, but Murray State, they're 28 and two. Their two losses are to Auburn and Eastern Tennessee State at random. Um, but they have literally every single player for like the conference player of the year. They have a coach of the year in Matt McMahon. They have KJ Williams as the player of the year. They have Tevin Brown, who's the OVC three point record holder. They have Juice Hill, who's averaging five points or five assists a game. Uh, all first team, all OVC. Um, and even on top of that, even if you wanted to make a case for a team like Belmont, the, who finished second, Murray State beat Belmont com- by a combined 55 points in the two times they played. So they didn't just beat them. They beat the shit out of them. So I just really don't see how an undefeated Murray State uh, loses in this conference. The only thing I would say is that it's one of those ran- uh, kind of somewhat random situations where one of these mid-major schools, they're going to make the tournament whether they win the tournament, whether they win their conference or not. So maybe a team like Belmont or one of the other teams is just a little hungrier for it because they know they have to win it. And Murray State knows that they don't have to win it to make the tournament. I don't think that'll come into play here, but that would be about the only reason I would see them losing. 
Yeah, keep keep it simple. I'm going with Murray State as well. A younger me might have gone for Belmont Bruins. Maybe Kenny Fareed, you Moorhead State's in the three seed here, but uh, they were they were dominant all in conference. Eighteen and, is that twenty eight and two is probably the best record just outright in college basketball right now. And they beat Memphis, they beat Chattanooga, they beat Middle Tennessee State, which you know don't jump off the page. But for us Jeromers, those are good teams. Um, so keep it simple, Murray State. I feel like James Carville and B- Billy Madison right now, where I'm just looking over at the response and I'm just saying that answer was perfect because I- I'm also on Murray State. I, they're, they're just loaded. Taylor hit the nail on the head. There was a test last week and Murray State just absolutely pummeled Belmont. Um, that's everything you need to know at this point. It's where they can be seated in the tournament. Imagine if you're facing Murray State on a nine as an eight or a nine seed and you're that one seed in the second round. I'd be I'd be shaking in my boots over there. But who knows what's going to happen? But they're going to win this tournament. Racers as well for every every item that you guys had mentioned. And I feel like that's what Murray State does, Shark. They get placed wherever they do. And when when the bracket comes out, everyone's shit in their pants. Like, uh, I'm probably going to take Murray State over this team now. I foolishly didn't a couple back when John Morant was there and Marcus Howard was in, uh, uh, on Marquette. I should have listened to the resident Big East expert here, or Rourke, saying that he was empty stats. I think Sharky said that as well. John Morant's now one of the most electrifying players in the NBA. It still, to this day, haunts me. But Murray State, they're loaded. K.J. Williams leads them in pretty much everything but assists. He might become an NCAA tournament darling. Um, Murray State's the pick. All right, Patriot League, Taylor. I think I took Murray State to like the Elite Eight or something stupid. I fell in. I went the opposite direction. I fell in love with Jaw that year. But uh, the Patriot League, uh, just a terrible league, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to roll with Colgate, again, the one seed on this one. They won the conference by four games this year. Um, they actually beat Syracuse in the non-conference schedule um, as well. Not that Syracuse is any good, but uh, they do have some experience against uh, some larger teams and beating those larger teams. Um, they're led by... A guy named Nellie Cummings, who averages 15 points a game. Uh, and the big thing to me, uh, even though I went against this a couple of picks ago, is they, they have won 12 in a row at this point. So they're hot. Uh, they're the best team by far in the conference. So I'm rolling with Colgate. Yep, I'm going uh, a little different direction on this one. Pa- First of all, whenever I see this league, I think Patri- Patriot Act. I love it. From uh, The Departed, Alex Baldwin. Splice. Twice. Patriot Act. Patriot Act. I love it. I love it. I love it. Every single time. But uh, this was another one where I, I played it pretty tight with the other picks. I think they have a chance. Scrappy, nifty team, Soup. This is all league nifty team. They did beat Colgate once. I think Navy cleaned them out uh, as the two seed. But uh, have a shot. I'm going to take a stab and assume no one else took them. Go with the guys on Comav. Also with Colgate, if you recall last year, if you're an avid listener, I love Colgate going into the tournament last year. They were a 14 seed. They played Arkansas in the first round. I took Colgate that first half of that game. This was one of the earliest games of the day on Thursday. Colgate's wiping their – beating that ass. They're tapping that ass like Leon Black and Curb Your Enthusiasm. He, they are on fire. And their best player, Jordan Burns, barely, did not do anything for, that, for them last year. He had a terrible game. He is the only guy that didn't return to this team. Everyone else returned. So I, I like the way they play. They can shoot the lights out. I'm going with Colgate. Let's run it back. They're also great. That same team was great against Tennessee the year before, too. They do have a penchant of playing SEC teams in the first round. I'm going Colgate as well. More balanced than SUNY Lee. Nelly Cummings, he leads them in points. Keegan Records leads them in boards and blocks. Tucker Richardson leads in assists and steals. This is, a, I mean, if you're a whore for balanced teams, this is your team. So I'm going to go Colgate out of the Patriot. Soco, excuse me, Socon, not the drink. Let's go Southern Conference there, T. I'm going with the two seed, Furman. Um, they uh, lost to Chattanooga, the number one seed, both times. They played them, but they played them uh, close twice. Uh, they actually beat Louisville this year uh, and played UNC close as well. Uh, the thing I like about them, though, is they're top 10 in the country in assists per game, and then they have two starters who shoot over 40% from three, from three and Alex Hunter and Conley Garrison. All of those things combined, assists and shooting well from deep, uh, generally are things I like to look for uh, in tournament settings. So I'm going firm in the two seed. Choo-choo. I am going with the Chattanooga Mocs, the one seed of this tournament, uh, led by Malachi Smith. And they got a 
uh, Silvio D'Souza as well. If you could remember from the Rumble, Kansas K State, the chair thrower. Well, he landed in Chattanooga and he's doing pretty well for him. Um, keep it simple here. They beat DCU, played Murray State close. Uh, and I figure it's a onesie that maybe not everyone is taking this year. Maya Angelou writes beautiful poems. Quentin Tarantino writes beautiful films. Bob Ritchie, the head coach of the Furman Paladins, runs beautiful offense. I'm going with Furman right here, just like Taylor on that end. These guys, I watched them play. I forget when it was, but they just run great stuff. Mike Bothwell, their guard, he's a great player. I just like this team. They're tested. They've played Carolina. They played Mississippi State, Louisville, even though Louisville stinks. But I just like this team. I think this is the year for them to break through. Give me the purple paladins as well. First of all, I just picked myself up off the floor after that nugget board gave about Sylvia D'Souza. I had zero idea he was down in Chattanooga. I thought he just went to try and take his chances as a professional. Good to know that he's still floating around in college basketball. I could not have told you that. Great nugget board. But I'm going to go with Furman as well. One-two punch. You had mentioned Mike Bothwell. Don't forget Jalen Slauson. This is a perfect value pick in the SoCon. And I'm pretty sure that the Righteous Gemstones logo uh, for Eli Gemstones Church is the exact same logo as what Furman has. I don't know if I've ever seen a side-to-side. I don't know what a paladin exactly is, but it looks very similar. Both located in South Carolina. Terrific finale for the Gemstones. I'm going to go Furman. Taylor, who's coming out of the Summit League? This is my neck of the woods. It's a big North Dakota uh, guy here, let's call it. Um, Really... The only team that was more or less or similarly dominant in their conference to Murray State was the South was South Dakota State. Uh, they won the conference by five games, went undefeated, beat teams like Wazoo and Nevada this year. Um, their only losses this year uh, of the four are teams like Alabama, uh, Missouri State, who Bohr just references his conference uh, winning winning pick. Um, you know, they, they really are a, a full team. They're as some would call a wagon. Uh, they average 87 points a game, which is best for, which is third in the entire country. And they have just run through uh, their conference uh, behind Baylor Shireman, uh, who leads them in scoring with 16 points, five boards a game, or five assists a game, excuse me. Um, just a good dude that looks like he's from South Dakota, too. So uh, I love that they uh, stay on brand with that. Really, to me, there's no other pick uh, in this conference, maybe if you're maybe North Dakota state, just because they have a little history. They always tend to be good, but I'm going South Dakota state on this one. Yep. I am too going with the Jackrabbits. Uh, I'm actually going to use my time here instead, because I agree with everything you said. I have nothing to add uh, to plead to the summit league to change the name of this trophy to the Mike Dom Memorial tournament trophy. Uh, we're two years removed fellas from South Dakota state's sort of run of dominance between the Mike Dom era I think there was maybe a year in between. Then Nate Wolters had a couple good years there. Oral Roberts last year, if you remember, Max Abmas uh, won it. North Dakota State the two previous years. So I expect uh, a return to dominance, and the tournament is, again, right in Sioux Falls. Jackrabbits big. Also on South Dakota State, just just they're, they're the best three-point shooting team in the country. I mean, any time you can give me that, I'm going to pick it. You could pick the five most annoying Antifa members and the five most annoying proud boys and you put them on a team. And if those guys can stroke it from three, I'm going to pick them. So it doesn't matter to me. I'm on South Dakota state. Oh, that's perfect. That's very good there. Shark. I'm going to go South Dakota state as well. Undefeated in conference play. Everyone else sucks, by the way. I know we're focusing on South Dakota state, but majority of, of the rest of the teams in that conference just aren't very good. Do not overthink this. Go with the Jackrabbits. So go ahead. I do have a quick question for you before we, we transition here. Does anyone here know who South Dakota state's last loss was to back three months ago? I know it was in December. It was the Missouri state bears, the wow. bears just in case you want to change your pick. That's how you tie things together. I mean, I did I not? I literally said that. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> Thanks guys. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm underlining. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Emphasizing. Thank you, Bor. Appreciate that. Sunbelt, Taylor. Uh, we're going to go with uh, the fighting RJ Hunters there in Georgia State. Now, this is another conference, like I was referencing earlier, that has just a completely messed up uh, 
uh, standings here. So Georgia State only played 14 conference games because of COVID. Um, there were some teams that played 15, some teams that played 16, some that even played 17. Uh, but I'm going to roll with Georgia State. They're the three seed. Uh, they've won seven in a row, so they're pretty hot after getting off to a really slow start. But they had a lot of cancellations because of COVID. Um, kind of needed to get into a groove. I'm going to say that I'm rolling with them because they're well-rested. So Georgia State. Taylor, good pick, man. This guy's paying attention. He knew about Missouri State. And he knows about Georgia State. R.J. Hunter, for the record, still think he could be a dead-eye shooter in the NBA. Good pick, Celtics. Uh, but toss-up league, I'm not that impressed with Texas State, App State. I think Southern Alabama is a trendy pick. Uh, but they won nine of their last ten, and, and I'll roll with them. Georgia State, I'm with Taylor again. It's starting to get a little bit troubling. Your beard is troubling. But, I, I mean, I'm with Georgia State. He referenced uh, the fact that they got wrecked by COVID in the middle of the year. They missed a whole bunch of their games. Uh, so, you know, they had that lull in the season, but they've been hot lately. They have a bunch of redshirt seniors in their all guards. They're all guards. Justin Roberts, Corey Allen, Kane Williams, all redshirt seniors. This is a tested team veterans out there all right the kind of people that you can trust with your money get you at enterprise rent-a-car these type guys that's who i want georgia state three seed as well get a little extra a uh, little bit extra on the topic sunbelt i am gonna go texas zig when everyone else is zagging i gotta go texas state it pains me because i was a troy trojan at the beginning of the year i don't know if you remember within the first week or so i basically said i, I saw one of their tall players have a good game and maybe game four in overtime and i was like i love this guy i'm a troy trojan he liked my tweet but nope texas state number one team in the conference right now they're building something there they're coming off of a really good year last year i think this is the time now where they sort of get over that hump and they win the conference let's go ahead and round it out now taylor uh with the last pick of the week of week one i should say the west coast conference go for it so I think there's who's going to win this conference. This conference, if you've looked at their bracket, looked at their bracket, has the easiest path for the top two seeds. The top two seeds essentially don't. They have like a quadruple buy. They only have to win one game to get to uh, the championship. So it's you know kind of an automatic pick. You would think that you either pick Gonzaga or St. Mary's. I'm going to pick Gonzaga. Uh, they're the number one team in the country. Um, if they wouldn't have lost to St. Mary's just this last week, I probably would have picked St. Mary's, but I don't think Gonzaga is going to let St. Mary's beat them twice. Um, so I think Gonzaga is the obvious pick. I do think that the sneaky pick to pick up a point here, though, is Santa Clara, because uh, they only have to beat St. Mary's to then get to the final as a three seed to pick up an extra point. I mean, I think St. Mary's is good. I don't think they're overwhelmingly good by any means now here's an interesting nugget about the wcc though because of the messed up amount of games that were played do you know that they used ken palm adjusted win percentage as their seating i would infuriate o'rourke i know that i just wanted to bring that up before i passed it off so i'm going with gonzaga disgusting um yeah i mean i'm keeping it simple i'm going with gonzaga as well good year for the conference i mean there's five good teams that were on major games all throughout the year. Uh, but I don't think it matters. And, and I completely agree. I think that loss just reassures the pick taking Zaga. Don't think about it. Um, and I'm a home run guy. I don't know where the shark or you guys stand, but I think I'm he's a home run guy. I'm a check <laughs> yeah. guy. He's, yeah. he's one of the most unique players I think I've ever watched uh, and gets better and better every single game. So Zags. Not a homegrown guy. I don't care how unique he is. Uh, I, I'm just not a fan of him. But this is this is easy. This is an easy pick. Gonzaga, they still got a lot to play for. They're going to want to get on that one seed line. It's like you, you get the opening kick. You you know, go right down the field. You punch it in for a touchdown. What are you going to kick the extra point? Of course, you're going to kick the extra point. You take the points. Take the points with Gonzaga right here, and you move forward. Bulldogs from Spokane as well. I think the biggest thing was that loss to St. Mary's. This is like, we've seen this in the West Coast Conference when it comes to Gonzaga. We've seen BYU beat them. We've seen St. Mary's beat them, right? But when it comes down to the conference tournament, when it comes down to actually winning the the big game that you need to, if you're going to, it's impossible to beat Gonzaga twice, right? As, as one team. You know how in the NFL they say it's tough to beat a team when you see them in the postseason? You're not beating Gonzaga twice uh, within a couple of weeks. So Bulldogs is the answer. Gentlemen, 
we have ran through week one. It's the home for, I want to thank you so much for jumping on. Go catch your, your, uh, your friars, man. I mean, how, how invested are you in this, this Nova game? Cause you're not like, you got everything wrapped up. I did. I was dialed in, man. I haven't even checked the score yet. So we'll see. Um, 10 point spread, kind of alarming for a conference champion on the road, but uh, yeah. Fuck Nova. Well, can, I, um, can I tell you something without you getting mad about that spread? Of course. You're up one, Father. I mean, I, I continue to demand an apology from analytics, and it's for a good reason. Uh, so thanks so much for the, for the time, fellas. Always a pleasure, and happy Jeroming to you all.